Welcome to There She Rose podcast. This is your host, Jamie C., mama, CEO, and founder of The Rising Wolf Coaching, seven-figure business owner, and the creator of the Wealth Expansion System. Myself and my team help freedom-seeking fempreneurs reach effortless high-cash months without the hustle. Join us for conversations on money manifesting, business growth, passive revenue, and coming home to your birthright of being wildly wealthy. Good morning and welcome to There She Rose podcast. This is your host, Jamie C., and I am so grateful that you are here. Uh, This episode actually was not planned. I actually had something completely different planned for today's episode, and we're doing something different. And I may lose it halfway through just because this is dropping in so heavy. Um, I woke up this morning and just this thought just kept put, popping in my brain again and again and again. And it's not for me. It's not for me. It's for whoever is listening to this episode. It is for you. Because if this is this is divinely led right now and I'm just going with it. I'm just going. We're just going to channel through this entire thing right now. Um, the question is, who would you be without? That's that's what kept coming in. Who would you be without? So I put on a song and I just journaled. And these are the things that popped up. Uh, so who would you be without the fear that it's not going to go well? Just think about that for a minute. Who would you be without that fear? Who would you be without clinging to the identity of imposter syndrome? Just take a moment and sit with me for this. Who would you be without it? Okay, we're going to keep going because there's so much more on this page. (laughs) Who would you be without the belief that the market was saturated? That there was enough space for you? Who would you be? Who would you believe was waiting for you if you didn't believe that there was not enough space? Mm. Who would you be if you thought you knew enough? If you thought your information that you knew was wildly valuable, who would you be? Who would you show up as if you owned what you knew? If you focused on your ability to help and serve, that your knowledge, that your experience was valuable. I just have, I've been having the most insane conversations in my DMs lately. And one that keeps coming up the most, I'm like doing everything I can not to be sobbing through this episode. (laughs) So if it's very slow, I do, um, I do not apologize for this, (laughs) but I'm just letting you know with just information that this is, this is, this is a heavier one for me today. Um, There's so many people are that I'm having conversations with are on the cusp of growth and change. They are so desiring a life of freedom, a life of not having to work on one-on-one clients nonstop, to not have to hustle so hard. And they're given the fucking key. Like they're standing next to me, metaphysically, they're not really standing next to me, but like in the DMs and they're, they're voice noting with me. 
and I have the key and they still won't say yes to it because they believe that they need to know more. They believe they have to go get another certification. They have to, they believe that they have to go do all of these things. And I said, no, (laughs) let me be so honest with you that your story and your experience is the most valuable certification you will ever own. No school can teach you what you know. No school can teach you what you know. No certification will give you your experience. The only one that can give you that certification is you, is actually looking at it, validating it, and saying, this is fucking enough. (laughs) This is enough. What I know is enough. I don't need to keep buying more things and doing these things. I just need a roadmap. I just need a roadmap to get me there and to get the only thing that they need is the belief in what they know and that it is enough. Please stop torturing yourself with having that belief because it is only hurting yourself because the truth is you kept investing and investing and investing in certifications and more things and more things and more things. And that's been going on for years. And if you still don't feel like you know enough, you're never going to do it. So I'm here to tell you today that your story, your experience is the only certification right now that you need to own. And it's the most important one. Who would you be without the need to get it right? Who would you be without the need for it to be perfect? Who would you be if you weren't afraid of what other people would think? I was having a conversation with a client of mine yesterday and she said, my perfectionism is showing up so hard right now. And I said, it's okay. Would you like support or solutions through this or both? Support is like, I just want to vent and I want to hold space. I just need someone to listen to me. And solutions is actionable steps to move through it. And sometimes we need both. Sometimes we just need someone. We need our coach to listen to us. We just need a space for that. So she says, I want solutions. And I said, oh, baby, I got them. (laughs) And I said, here's the most important thing for you to do right now is to release the identity that you're clinging to. My procrastination, my, 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 release that. When you release my, what you're actually doing in that very moment is you're saying procrastination is something that is separate from me. It is a habit. It is, it is, there are symptoms of procrastination that I'm struggling with. Not that I am procrastination. I have a habit of procrastinating. So now let's get down to the root of it because there's nothing fucking wrong with you for doing that, but there's deeper information. So we go on and we dive, we dive in deep and we understand what's actually going on. And we found out that she really was having procrastination in one small facet of her life, not all facets, but because my procrastination is an umbrella term, it's an identity clinger, we actually are clinging to it and it feels like we're procrastinating in every area of our lives because that's where we're focusing on because there's only two things in your world, the lack of or the presence of. So if you are focusing on the lack of, guess what's going to happen? You are going to feel the lack of everything in your life. And if you focus on the presence of, 
what are you not procrastinating in? That I would probably say that would switch the energy around quite a bit, quite a bit. So the thing that she was procrastinating on was one small facet in her business. And she owns a business. She has somebody doing the social media for her, but she wants to show up in her own personal brand, separate from her business, her own personal brand. And guess what ended up happening? She felt procrastination around it. And I said, what are you afraid is going to happen if you show up? She goes, I'm afraid of what people will think. I go, that's too big. That's too big of a weight to carry. You can't possibly hold that many opinions. It's paralyzing. I said, who are you actually afraid is going to judge you? Who? Is it a specific person? She goes, it's a group of people. It's the mom circles that I'm in and maybe a friend from high school. I said, so there's four people? four people that we're worried about. And I said, let me ask you a question. How supportive are you are, are you to yourself? Are you your own hype person or are you critical of yourself? And the truth is, is that her most dominant habit is hyper criticizing herself. So it's not the mom circles. It's not the friend from high school that she's actually worried about. She is not a safe place to come back to. She needs to be her own hype girl first. Because when you are, when you hug yourself so deeply and you say, baby, I got you. You're perfect. You're amazing. You're a work in progress. I love you. I'm here for you. I will care for you. I need you to show up and be brave. I've got you. If you can do that for yourself, guess what diminishes? The fucking mom circle. <laughs> the friend from high school. The opinions diminish dramatically. Dramatically. So what's the key takeaway here? Is that you have to be your own hype girl, your own cheerleader, your own parent, your own best friend, because it's always been an inside job. It's always been an inside job when it comes to your relationships, when it comes to the, the money you make, a business that you create. It's always an inside job. The reason my business is as successful as it is right now, that in the past eight months, we have generated over a million dollars in revenue and helped thousands and thousands of people is because I believe in what I fucking know. I believe in what I know. I know how I can help people. I know my education can change your life. I know that. But do you know it within yourself to show up that way? And if we don't, then we have work to do. And that is why I'm here <laughs> to help you love yourself or care. Even if you can't get to the word love yet, can we just be neutral? Care for. Can we care for you first? Because no one's coming to save us, babe. No one's coming. The ins, <laughs> the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> the call is coming from inside the house. Pick up the damn phone. <laughs> Be nice to yourself. So let me go through this. Who would you be without the fear of it not going well? Who would you be without clinging to imposter syndrome? Who would you believe if you didn't believe that the market was saturated? Who would you be 
if you didn't believe that what you knew wasn't enough, who would you be if you didn't have the fear of having to get it right or having it perfect or if it would fuck up or fail? Now, the biggest question of them all that came through in my morning journaling is, is that the person you're actually afraid of becoming? Are you more afraid of your success than you are of your failure? Are you more afraid of shining your light than you are dimming it? Are you more afraid to feel joy finally than to cling and be familiar with your pain? Who are you without the suffering? Who are you without the pain? Who are you without the doubt? Who are you without the fear? Who are you without the criticizing thoughts? Who are you without the self-doubt? Who are you? You're exactly who you came to this world as. And that's what we have to come back home to. It's okay to shine your light. It's always been safe too. Maybe you don't have the environment in which to do so, but that's okay. You're not in the right room. You're not at the right table. That's okay. There's thousands of fucking tables and thousands of fucking rooms that we can enter into to feel safe. But the most important room that you enter right now is your own. Yours. Your inner world. Your in- The calls come inside the house. <laughs> Answer the phone. It's begging for you. Yeah, this is not the podcast episode that I had in mind. It was actually very strategy-based. And I was like, nope, we've got so – it literally like dove into my brain this morning. I woke up and all of this was like – I was bawling while writing all of this because I'm going to tell you, if this is your first time listening to me or you're very new to the podcast or very new to following me, I'm going to tell you straight up right now, this was me. I don't think many people know my story of suffering. I didn't know life without suffering. I couldn't look in the mirror without crying. I was broke. I was struggling. I, the anxiety, the depression, the reliance on alcohol, keeping myself around people who made me feel like shit because I felt like I deserved it. I mean, anytime someone comes into me and and says to me like, hey, Jamie, I, like, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I go, perfect. This is when we change. This is, this is the moment that you choose it because the moment you choose it, that's when life changes. And I kept choosing my suffering again and again and again. And I only, I think it's absolutely wild to me that there was a large part of my life that I didn't even know that I could change. I had no idea that I could. I had no idea that life could be different. And now I'm in my dream home. I help thousands of people. I have the most beautiful marriage. I have the two beautiful children. I love myself. I look in the mirror and I love her. Like I love her. And that took some hard fucking work to get there, you know, but it's possible. And I won't teach anything that I haven't done myself because I've been through it. (laughs) And uh, 
man. What a ride. <laughs> what a ride. So I want you to think about this today. If you were given the key, would you say yes? Would you say yes? Or would you stay in the familiar zone of suffering and pain and doubt? Because I don't think you want to look back at your life and say that you chose that again and again and again. Because I know I didn't. I didn't want to be miserable my whole life. (laughs) I knew that there had to be something better. And now, yeah, now life is very, very different. And it gets to be for you too. It gets to be easier. It gets to be slower. It gets to be more fun. It doesn't have to feel so hard. It doesn't have to feel this way. Okay. I think that's it. I think that's all. I think I got it all out. (laughs) I love you. Mm, I love you. I hope that you really, really care for yourself today. Go look in the mirror. Go look in your (laughs) Go walk up to a mirror and look at your eyes and say, I got you. I got you. Go write it in a journal. Go write it on a post-it note. Go write it on a chalkboard, wherever you can find it. Go grab your kid's sidewalk chalk and write it down on the sidewalk. I don't care where you write it, but say it again and again and again and again and watch your life change and get in the right room with the right people. (laughs) Ooh, one more last thing dropped in. Uh... Oh, this is a big one. Okay. So um, how do I want to communicate this? It's, it's going to feel different when you leave a space of suffering into a place of love. It may not even feel safe to do it. You just have to regulate. And sometimes you're going to feel lonely and sometimes you're going to grieve because there are versions of you that you are setting free and letting go. Just two days ago, I got rid of so many clothes and things from my past. And I said, because I had to make space energetically to be able to quantum leap into this next version of myself. And I cried next to piles of clothes and said goodbye to versions of myself that wore them. And the pain that I felt in those versions of myself, but it was ready. I was ready to let it go. I had to, I can't possibly hold space for what's next for me while still energetically holding on to my past. So it's okay if you have to cry next to a pile of old clothes or say goodbye to a friend that's never really truly been in your corner or a group of people. But I promise you, you will find your people and they will love nothing more than seeing your light shine. Mm. So don't give up. Even on the days when you feel like it, don't do it. Don't give up. Because we got one life to live, baby. Let's make it good. That's what my dad always used to say. You say, Birdie, you got one life to live. You might as well be doing, loving what you're doing. So let's make this one life good, okay? All right, I love you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode. Okay, bye-bye for now.